Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Well, coming out of this crisis, we have a ton of new problems. But luckily, we've got someone in this industry with a ton of new solutions for us. Tony Shibiyama joins us from SNK Insurance to talk about some resources she's got for private clubs that will really help you as you start to fire, rehire, and all sorts of things to keep you safe, compliant. He's also going to talk about a new club position that we might be seeing around the country, Chief COVID-19 Officer. That's a really interesting part of the discussion. So make sure you stay tuned for the entire interview. And without further ado, here is my chat with Tony. Well, it's my pleasure to welcome once again to Private Club Radio, Tony Shibiyama of SNK Insurance. She's coming all the way from California to talk to us about HR. So, Tony, this is quite an unusual time we find ourselves in, but uh, how are you navigating through it, first off? Um, you know, I'm glad to see that us in the HR community are coming together. Um, we tend to share the best practices. Um, we are all going through a very strange um, time right now. But what I will say is that the strength of HR, um, the communication with employees, uh, your brand, your culture, um, I think was, it started off with a health problem, right? And now it's become more of a HR situation. And so for those um, clubs that I deal with that have a robust HR department, it's been great. For my clients that don't have a robust HR department, um, it's been somewhat challenging, uh, kind of putting the pieces together um, and pivoting quickly in a very stressful time as well, too. I will say that um, for those that do have kind of club associations and the HR folks can get together. I know I worked with um, some of the club benchmarking and everything, and I was at their annual event. It's nice for everyone to kind of come together during this time to find out what are you doing? What's working? Um, how can we help people apply for unemployment? And I do think that uh, what we're maybe going to talk about today is kind of the best practices, what I've been seeing. I've seen some clubs do things just, oh, it's just smooth sailing. Others, it's just very reactive. And then they're seeing some of the fallout from that as well, too. Yeah, well, let's let's talk about some of the ways that clubs should be handling it. What are some of the some of the real main points that people should be focusing on during this time, Tony? I think communication is key um, as it relates to any layoffs and furloughs. Um, how are you sending out that message? What resources are you giving them? And then, are you still staying in touch with them as well? Too. What if your club were to reopen in two to three months? Um, you still want that connection. Some of the missteps I've seen is that people are not very clear. They're not very concise. Um, you know, the, the grapevine has now taken over, um, thus creating stressful situations. So I do like the fact that some folks have put together um, a separate website and they've put together a communication that's clear, concise, not maybe over-promising, but alleviating some of the stress and alleviating some of the unknowns, but still connecting um, also to their documentation has been perfect in regards to 
layoffs, what it stands for, what it means. Um, and the clubs that I've been working with that are giving that helping hand and we're going, going that next step of helping and just saying, how can we help you apply for unemployment? How can I tell you about the extra $600 that you're going to be getting? I've actually been talking to employees who've said, you know, it's a tough time. I know that they need to do what they need to do. It's unfortunate, but I don't fault the club. And I understand, and I'm clear. I've also heard employees on the other side going, I found out through the grapevine. Mm-hmm. I have nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. I've been here. This is my first and only job for 32 years. And they just kicked me out. And unfortunately, that's how it was felt. That's not really what actually happened as well, too. Um, so I think the communication is key, um, not only with your um, veteran employees, but also for your newer employees and and really how they're reacting to that communication as well, too. And making sure the paper trail, um, the memos, the forms, uh, the last paychecks, all those are done precisely. They're compliant and they're triple checked as well, too. Yeah, that's so important. Now, when when we do start to reopen and come out of this thing, there's going to be some new positions that might might exist that didn't exist before. I know you've got some ideas on that or you've seen some things. Tell us about what you're seeing out there in the industry. You know, what I've been seeing is that um, we're going to be pivoting. We're going to be bigger, better than we've ever been. Um, the landscape in regards to uh, talent out there is going to be massive. (laughs) I know a lot of clubs are then reinventing themselves. So you may have to just shred that org chart as we know it. Um, Putting a lot more emphasis on technology and what that means. Um, The bandwidth and everything too. Job descriptions are totally going to be changing. I think safety, safety, safety is going to be the utmost importance right now. So who is in charge of that safety? Uh, Your new hire process, that's going to be changing completely as well, too. And I do tell clubs that you're going to actually become picky because of the talent resources that are out there. I think you really need to involve the culture as part of the hiring process and taking your time to make sure you have rock star A players that are on this journey with you um, to the new version of the club, like the 2.0 type of club. Yeah, you mentioned we were on a webinar earlier today, and you actually mentioned that there's some clubs that might actually be hiring a new position. Tell us about what what that new position might look like. Yeah, we actually have some clubs that are looking to hire um, a COVID-19 officer. Uh, that that person is going to be in charge of not only the policy, uh, disaster preparedness, uh, the PPE known as the personal protective equipment, um, making sure sanitations, the third parties that are actually doing the sanitation and everything. Um, also, too, some of us have seen in the bathrooms where you've seen that chart <laughs> with the times. Um it's going to be that, but within every different department as well, too. So this person is actually going to be in charge of the safety, the policies, rolling it out, documenting it. And then what happens if there is an employee that is um, found to have COVID-19? What is the response, right? Uh, what's the canned letter that we're sending out to membership? 
or also too for vendors that come in or if there's any special events, making sure we have sign off from them as well too, as far as process procedure. Um, I don't know if they're going to have a holster with, you know, the, the guns for the thermometer, uh, but it's also looking like that's going to be part wow. of it as well too. Yeah. There's just so much to navigate. There's so many things that we didn't have to think about as uh, oh. managers or business owners like three months ago. Um, so it's very difficult to navigate these waters. It, it's really good that you've got professionals like you who can help you know, put these things together and put some of the best practices in place. So I know you've, you're, you're actually put together a COVID-19 pack. I'd love for you to tell us what's inside and, you know, how that will help clubs. So let me share with you what we've put together. Um, I'm actually on conference calls every single week with HR professionals. Um, A lot are from the club community and the same questions keep coming up over and over again. Uh, What we did is we kind of gathered some of the best practices as well, too. Um, We have five different folders here. Um, One is going to be checklists. One is going to be forms policies. One is going to be resources, safety training, and then white papers. And those are just guidance. Um, I would probably say that in regards to the forms and policies, this has been a very popular um, uh, category just because a lot of people need policies. What are we rolling out? What is our policy now? Um, So you have some sample policies here. You have some sample forms as well. One of our most popular documents is if somebody does require to take some the COVID sick leave or also to the emergency family leave, um, you actually have that form here as well. Um, Customize it, make it your own, make sure you review it with legal counsel, but you have some of the templates already ready to go as well too. Um, One of the other things that we've put together um, from one of our partners is safety is going to look different. Yes, we have to do our emergency evacuation. Um, Yes, we have to do our HAZCOM, but these are specific to COVID-19. So if you are an essential business, you still have the take-in, dining, eating out, or what have you, um, making sure your employees are still being trained, but specifically on the hazards of coronavirus. So we've gathered some here. They're in English and Spanish. Um, We think these are great in regards to good hygiene, um, pandemic face coverings, cleaning and disinfection safety. Um, So God forbid there ever have, you ever have a case of somebody coming down um, and OSHA were to come out, they're going to want to see you had good faith effort. Did you do everything possible to try and keep this person safe? Not only do they want to see your PPE, which is the face coverings and gloves, they also want to see documentation in regards to training. So we have some samples for our clients as well here too. Um, so, you know, we really kind of grabbed the best um, practices. We gathered some of the best resources as well too. And we've kind of compiled this kind of HR COVID uh, kit uh, for employers. And if it's not there, we'll try and find you what you need. That's awesome. That's really, really very cool of you. And I know you're actually also giving people like access to some of these websites out there that have a lot of really great information as well. Can you tell us about that, Tony? So, you know, I always tell people that I'm good, but I'm not that good. I have some really, really great uh, resources. Um, The first one I probably want to show you is uh, ThinkHR. ThinkHR is really an amazing resource for 
any employer in the United States. I am on ThinkHR four to five times a day, retrieving, looking, getting best practices, um, finding articles, watching trainings. And so just quickly, um, your clients here will be getting this for six months. It's amazing. Um, Again, most of my club clients don't have a robust HR department or um, somebody who has a certification in HR. One misstep in HR could be quite costly for a club, uh, ruin reputations. And so I always tell people, before you do that, why don't you triple check? One of the greatest things that I like about Think HR um, is you do have a talk to an expert and you can call them, you can email them with your specific question and they'll get back to you within 24 hours. Um, Also too, they do have a coronavirus um, resource page. Okay. Some of these resources are already going to be in your HR kit, um, but these are updated constantly. Um, And so in regards to from a federal level, you'll have everything here from CDC, DOL, um, health human services and the IRS. So if it's not here, it's not available. <laughs> it's wow. pretty much all here. What a lot of employers complain about, Gabe, is where is all this stuff? And I go, it's on usually the 40, 50 different websites. Yeah, right. And I would go, well, how am I supposed to find it? And I go, great question. So if you have a brain fart and you go, I have no idea where any of this stuff is, you just go here, click on coronavirus resources, and you will see everything here. So a lot of clubs that are looking at reopening, they are starting to use some of these basic posters directly from the CDC. Mm. So I like that. Another one that I like as well, too, is, as you know, you know, the federal government is kind of the the first layer. And then what is your state doing? Right. right? We're in California. So we're our own country, California. So we like to <laughs> yeah. totally different from everyone Texas else. Texas is that way too, right? <laughs> We love laws, right? So we're, we're crazy in California, as they say. But um, what I like to see, too, is that um, if you do need to see your COVID-19 specifically from your state, nice. you just click on your various states here. Um, also, too, various states are having different types of leaves. If you were to go on to there as well, you'll see that Colorado, District of Columbia, New Jersey, and New York already have separate different language related to COVID-19 leaves. Wow. So not only are you going to be getting some basic ones, you can dive in to really state specific laws as well. Um, if you kind of get nerdy and really want to learn a lot about HR, it's all here. Um, how to fire people, how to hire people, um, healthcare reform, you name it, it's here. If you don't know where to find it, you can always call me or just go into the advisory box and ask, how do I do this? And give me some direction and forms as well, too. So giving your clients um, six months access to this, it is one of the tools, like I said, I use each and every day to guide my clients and my clients use it each and every day to make sure that they're in compliance as well, too. That's super cool, Tony. I mean... I'm I'm the type of person who, you know, I just 
I'm a busy person. I don't have time to go through all those things to find those resources to, right. you know, put these things all together. So I, I find it so useful that you've put everything like this together for people and it's super easy to navigate. And what's more is you'll actually help people navigate what they need specifically for their club. So tell us how that, how you can actually work with clubs during this time and, uh, and help them navigate through the the difficult times we're going through. Sure. So, you know, I think every single club is approaching the pandemic differently. Um, really in regards to the communication through staff, um, through leadership, every club has a different culture. Um, and what is that brand? And so most times people need to customize the communication, they need to customize the outreach. They need to customize some of the HR processes and stuff like that as well, too. So, you know, a half an hour with me, you tell me where you want to take your club, maybe some of the issues that you're dealing with right now. I'd probably say 90% of calls that I get right now are dealing with employees that do have COVID, um, employees that are dealing with um, relatives that have COVID, um, or just leaves in general right now, too. Um, so those are very tricky in regards to navigating through protected leaves, the legal ramifications, and then tied to pay as well too. So everyone's a little bit different in regards to what their needs are. Uh, what we'd like to do is offer 30 minutes of our time. Um, you tell us what your challenge is. You ask us what, um, what your goal is. And let's utilize some of the tools that we have here and maybe uh, focus on some um, thought-provoking strategy questions as well too for your specific club. Yeah, I think it's it's such a, um, a great value. I think you're doing that for what, $250 for clubs? I think that, I mean, it's it, to me, it seems like a no-brainer even as, you know, just as a business owner, I'd love to have those sorts of tools and resources and access to those some of those websites that you mentioned. That's that's invaluable right there alone. Um, Tony, if, if folks do want to, you know, find out more, maybe schedule a consultation with you, what do they do? How do they get in touch with you? Um, just email me at Tony at sk-insurance.com. Um, Gabe will give you the link and give you my information. Um, you know, the one thing that I will say is we love the club community. It's, it's just a different type of client that we have. Um, the community, the branding um, around it. And also, too, I do see that the clubs are willing to help one another right now, which is great. A lot of sharing of information and what's working, what's not working. And I really would like to be able to help all of you as well in saying, here are the missteps that we've seen and how to avoid them. But also too, on the back side is, here are some wonderful things that I'm seeing from an HR side to retention and the communication campaigns that are really working and are resonating really positively from a brand, retention, and also overall within the community as well, too. So um, we're excited to assist those in the club community. Uh, where It's near and dear to our heart. We love golf. We love the club community. We love the city clubs. And uh, we just want to make sure you're doing things correctly. We want to make sure that you have what you need to be safe and also, too, to be that club of choice uh, when we come out of all of this in the end. 
Yeah, well said. Well, the the club industry is uh, lucky to have a person like you in it that can help us navigate through these difficult times. And again, just appreciate you so much coming on Private Club Radio to let us know what's going on. And uh, hope uh, we can do it again soon, Tony. Thanks so much. Sounds great, Gabe. Have a great one. Well, I enjoyed that one thoroughly. Hope you did too. Make sure to get in touch with Tony ASAP. I'll catch you back here next week on another edition of Private Club Radio. And until then, here's to your membership success. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners, helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Visit concertgolfpartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process.